I'm your host, Patrick Weed, and welcome to Season 2, where we're going to talk about Jesus in real life, what Jesus means to you and me, and what he means to others in their life. Welcome to Ministry IRL. Welcome to another podcast where I get to talk to people who I meet on TikTok because that's what I do now. I just reach out and I'm like, hey, this dude looks really cool and I want to talk to him. So I have the pleasure of getting to talk to Pastor Alex Posichnik. I, I, I had to ask him. You said it right. Awesome. Sweet. I did it. I had to ask him how to pronounce it. If you ever look him up, it's a cool name. Um, it's Ukrainian, which is always fun. We'll get to that again here in a second. Um, but I got to reach out to him. You run a TikTok called yep. it's like Bible and Bourbon, right? Bible and Bourbon, yes, sir. Bible and Bourbon, and that right there is exactly where we're going to go, ladies and gentlemen. And I know we're, I know what you probably topic. get that a lot, dude. But anyways, Alex, Pastor Alex, thanks so much for being on the show. Really yeah, appreciate man. you being here, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm honored to be here. I'm honored for, for what you're doing for the kingdom, and uh. Yeah, man, let's just let's have some fun conversations. Absolutely, <laughs> right? I know. Yeah. So, so like I say a few times, now it's getting to be a thing because I've had a few, at least one other guest now from TikTok. But I am not ashamed to be a forty-year-old white man who likes to watch TikTok. And what I love is the different communities, dude. Like it's so cool to see, in my opinion. I don't know yeah. how much have you gotten into the bourbon like community through this, dude. Right away, like right, like going on TikTok. I, I originally downloaded it because people would keep sending me funny memes from it and so that's when i downloaded it and i didn't even make an account for like the longest of times i didn't have like i didn't have a username i never posted like i was just one of those like i, like, I never even liked or commented i would just watch tiktoks and then i got and i saw the bourbon community tiktok and it's funny how you say like all the different communities it just shows that like we are a culture and we are a people created for community Absolutely. like we crave community Absolutely. and like you see that with like there's there's bourbon TikTok and then there's like like home decor TikTok and then there's youth pastor TikTok like there's all these different like TikTok communities. Oh dude, yeah. There's like there's like Christian TikTok. There's uh yeah. there's a com com comedy TikTok. Like, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, I'm in all the safe ones for right now. Like every time yeah. a bad one comes, I'm like, nope. That's the other thing I do yeah. like about TikTok. You can say like I don't want to see these anymore. So that's yeah, cool. they're not they're not interested. Yeah. So you see some like thirst trap people do oh no nothing you nothing you swipe fast yep. so dude okay so another cool thing so we were just talking about your last name and i was mentioning yeah. that i've lived overseas so my my parents were missionaries overseas so i grew up mostly in kazakhstan um okay. so it's you know former soviet bloc so when i saw your last name i was like that's cool so so tell me again like you mentioned your first first generation yeah. what again yeah so my so my mom was born in the Ukraine, actually, when it was under Soviet Union. She's got a really cool story. Like, so they left my mom, my grandma, and my uncle. They left when it was still Soviet Union. And, like, they had to, like, sneak away from the KGB. Like, they've got this whole crazy, like, oh, KGB wow. story. Yeah, my grandma had to, like, do certain things. Like, it's crazy. But yeah. um, they went to Canada. And then my mom or my dad's parents, they were born in the Ukraine as well. So, like... My whole family is Ukrainian and unfortunately I don't speak it. I used to when I was little and I still can kind of like pick things up, but I, I need to download an app. Like you should <laughs> right. take off TikTok and like reward my parents. You need to find the Ukrainian community on TikTok. That's what you got to do. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh my gosh, I'm doing that. Okay. Uh, so I looked you up after we started talking. So, but you're a youth pastor in South Carolina. 
Like South how does, Carolina. How does Ukrainian boy end up in South Carolina, man? Uh, well, so I was born here. I was actually born in Virginia. Okay. And my parents divorced when I was very young and I lived with my dad and we grew up all over. He just with this job, it wasn't military. We just moved a lot, but I've lived in different spots in Virginia. Then in Texas, I lived two years in Canada, which is super cool. Um, and then I moved back to Virginia and then basically long story short, it's all God. Like my whole life, I wanted to go military. Like that's all I wanted to do. Oh, wow. And since I was like in sixth grade, like that was my Marine Corps. That's all. I was that like annoying kid in high school, you know, that puts stickers on everything that like <laughs> always talks about it. I was that annoying kid in high school. <laughs> and so when um, I started, when I graduated and I started to like work on the process of like signing up and doing all the things, like it, it's a long story, but basically God hit me. And was like, hey, this is not what I, I want you to do. Like, I could feel my spirit. Like, this is what I want, not what God wants. Mm. And um, I just followed his promptings. Um, my dad moved to South Carolina. I moved uh, with them and started going to school here. And, like, honestly, like, when I got to school, uh, uh, Charleston Southern University, I uh, first week I met my, my wife, you know, um, didn't know at the time. Oh, I, I actually did. Like, this could be real. Like, I was like, yeah, you're mine. I love you already. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. But uh, uh, I started serving at a local church and became an intern and then became part-time, then full-time, then ordained. And so I've been here almost seven years. So I've been, yeah, since 2015. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. And so then is that as long as you guys have been married as well? Yeah, we got married in 2018. Yeah, so we met in 2015, dated for a year, and then had like a year and a half engagement, which is stupid. If anyone's <laughs> listening to me right now has a year and a half engagement, you're dumb. I hated it. It was the dumbest thing ever. We did it for like to save money in college and whatnot, but stupid. I hated it. No, actually, I'm right there with you. So we, we did a year engagement, and the only thing that saved us is for six months out of that year, she was like in Colorado and I was in South Carolina. So that's only ah, oh, she was in South Carolina too. Where in South Carolina? Actually, that's so that's that was a strange thing when I started talking to you, texting with you. So I came back to the States uh, from being a missionary kid uh, to go to Bible college in Columbia. So we went to oh, Columbia. Columbia, South, yeah, Columbia National University, met my wife there. Um, yeah. So it's kind of crazy that you're in the same state of where I went to school. That's, that's so funny. Yeah, I'm in I'm in the Charleston area. So, yeah, actually, awesome. you're in the area where I proposed. Oh, are you really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So awful. we were down on, uh, what is it, Florence Beach, I think, where you can like see the lighthouse and everything. Yep. 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 I took her down there, all our buddies and my buddies knew. So they like quickly all ran off and she was like, let's go. And I'm like, no, we're going to stay for a minute. She's like, why? I'm like, because will you marry me? <laughs> oh, yeah, look yeah, at that. So cool. Charleston, yeah, that's a, it's a special place. So that's really cool that you're there. So anyways, dude, I want to talk to you. So I know you probably get this question like a thousand times and I've actually watched a couple of your videos, but talk to us a little bit because you are like, I drink bourbon and I love it, which by the way, we'll have to talk about that afterwards because we might have to do some handshakes. But, Come on, man. But right, right. But like, that is such a, so I grew up overseas. I have no yeah. problem with alcohol. I grew up with healthy family who were like, let's practice things together at home so you can learn you know, self-discipline and all that kind of stuff. So you, like yeah. my dad was like, why don't you drink at home with me so you don't go drinking at parties was basically his philosophy. Yeah. Um, but when I came back to the States, like especially going down South, it was like, 
Mm-mm. We don't, you don't, you don't drink. You don't talk about drinking. You better not ever drink, yeah. let alone as a youth pastor, man. So, yeah. so talk to me, like kind of how that started for you. I'd love to hear like, you're, sure. free. you're, you're really free about that. So talk to me about like where that came Absolutely, from. Man. Yeah. Tell us, dude. So like I said, when I first downloaded TikTok, I, I was just an observer, you know, I was just watching all the things and I started seeing a lot of bourbon TikTok things. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Cause I, I had started getting into bourbon um been into bourbon for about two years now and i was like oh i could I, I, you know that'd be fun like i like to stay creative i like i get into those like hyper fixations on different hobbies and stuff and yep. so like i was like oh this, this would be really kind of cool i'll make a video and my first video i posted it it went viral like real quick it's the one that right now it's at like 1.3 million views mm-hmm. like it was just a random funny thing that i thought was funny anyway so i I posted it. I thought, you know what? Um, I kept seeing like all the way on, on TikTok. It says like, if you want to be a content creator, what are you passionate about? I was like, well, I li- really love Jesus and I like bourbon. So let's <laughs> put those two together. Um, and literally like two days after like two days of posting it, it went to like, I got already to like a hundred thousand views or something. And I went to my pastor and I was like, Hey, I made this TikTok kind of just as a joke, as like something to be fun. Like my wife, she works nights. She's a nurse. Um, so anyone that's listening right now and you're in the medical field, God bless you, uh, especially during COVID. Like, right. so she's a NICU nurse. And um, oh, wow. when she's at a, when she's working at night, I get really bored at home and really lonely. I'm an extrovert. I need to be around people. Like I need to be doing something. And so I was like, just something to do with my free time. I made this video yeah. and I told my pastor and I said, hey, pastor, um, this video is kind of going I'll delete it if you want me to like I, like I don't I don't want to stir the pot I didn't want to like do something he wasn't okay with and he said something to me that I thought was so good he's like I'm totally fine with it in fact I'm I never want you to do something in private that I'm not okay with you doing you know publicly knowing about it you know what I mean like I'm like I if you're drinking in private and I'm and you're not okay with it like then you shouldn't be drinking at all right. like because he knows you know he, we we believe drinking is not a sin it's a sin. yes it's a sin to get drunk but it's not a sin to drink and so when he said that i was like okay well i'll start making more videos and then i just saw this like this such knit group of uh bourbon tiktok people like this like this group of this community and i was like you know what like i'd love to be part of this community and just say hey y'all i love bourbon too and by the way do you know jesus loves you you know just kind of like that like sliding in like just like a little bit of saying like hey um there's hope in this world and his name is Jesus. And, you know, so that's, cause that's kind of how it got started is it was just a random funny video I posted. I thought it would be it something I was like, Oh, Bible and bourbon sounds like a fun name. Like it was really random. And since then I've just been trying to like throw in like, yeah, like funny random videos that have nothing to do with Jesus, but then I'll throw in like Jesus videos as well. And just, just like trying to just show people like, Hey, you might've been hurt by a church that said, you can't do this. or you might've been hurt by certain people, but like, let's look at what the Bible actually has to say. Like, like, yes, don't take your um, view of God. Don't make that because of someone else's like mistakes, like someone else's hurt towards you. Cause so many people are hurt by the church. So many people are hurt mm-hmm. by Christians and I, people have been hurt by me. I'm a terrible human being. I'm a chief among sinners. But I know I love Jesus and I know that he's given me grace. And so I want to be that light to people and, and show other people like, hey, like, let's get to know Jesus. Let's get to know the character of God. Um, anyway, that was a long answer. <laughs> oh, no, it was good, dude. I love it. That's exactly like what I love hearing from you because I feel like that's, 
people need to know that like there's obviously all yeah. sorts of different things where people struggle i think that you can go into any area and like yeah. you can take anything too far so like to me like the getting drunk and and you talk into your videos a little bit about it being an idol i think that's a good yeah like too because it's like it's not even just drinking it can be like you over anything can be an idol right anything can be an idol. yeah in that sense and, and, like, no go ahead yeah i was just saying like so when it comes to like the drinking and like oh being a youth pastor like someone asked me like oh well what if your students found out you did this i'd be like i don't hide it like i'm like i would love for a student to come up and be like hey what are your thoughts on drinking big one well you're not 21 so like 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 to obey the laws of the land and you know jesus says to do that but two like it's not this like oh again i go to college i can go and get drunk like that's not why god created it and people fixate on like certain sins. Like I think, um, especially down in the South, like, oh, drinking is so bad. Oh, and the Ukrainian church, like dancing is a, like the worst thing ever. Like yeah. the Ukrainian Baptists are like, you're not allowed to dance because it might lead to sex. It's like, they, they're, it's almost like the Pharisees. Like they would put rules yeah, upon man. rules upon fences around these ideas. Like, oh my goodness, you can't, uh, I know my grandma like used to not let me play Uno because like, it was cards and cards is the gambling. Yeah. And so like, I really did believe like that drinking is one of those things that God created it for us to enjoy. Like he wants, he, he wants us to find joy in things. Like he created it for us, but the enemy has twisted it. And he's done the same with sex. He's done the same with like, just different like things in our world that like, like, Oh, God created for good. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess them up. I'm gonna screw it up, you know, like, yeah. So I, I just, I, I believe that should you get drunk? No, you, you, that, that, that's clear, but Jesus drank wine and I know people are like, oh, well, the wine he drank was an alcoholic. Well, it, it literally, just, yeah. yeah. Well, the Pharisees accused him when he was eating with the sinners, I think it's a Matthew or I don't know if it pulled it up, but it's like, they accused them of being drunk. Like they accused Jesus of being drunk because he was drinking, eating with the sinners. Well, why would they accuse him of being drunk if the thing he was drinking wasn't actually alcoholic? And so it's like, no, like Jesus did drink, but he also like kept himself composed. He, he didn't like, he wasn't a drunkard, you know, that idea that in the Greek, that idea of being a drunkard is like one who's like almost like addicted to it. Like that is their, their character is known by always indulging in it does that make sense yeah yeah no absolutely so, i think it's interesting too because like i like to look at it from another perspective as well where so i live in oregon and in oregon yeah. smoking weed is legal and it, and there's a lot yeah. of states now where that's going that direction and like i feel yeah. if i want to teach my kids so i've got three kids uh all under the age of 12 yeah. and i'm like if i want to teach them how to follow god in the world that we live in I can't just protect them because one day yeah. they're going to go out and they're going to be out there by themselves. So it's not so much like I want to introduce them to everything, but at the same time, it's like, we're not going to cause these things to be taboo. So I think of yeah. like, Jesus went into the house of sinners. Like he got ridiculed for that almost just as much. And he was like, no, like these are the people I want to be amongst. And so whether it be right or wrong, I think it's also more like you've got to be able to be with people and know what is safe for you. So you might be a yeah. person who can't drink because you do easily dive into things and make it an idol. And so, you yeah, know, yeah. And there, there's legit right? science behind people who are like composed to alcoholism or if yeah. you're a family, if you've had a trauma with it, like, I mean, there are people who are traumatized by, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. a, a marrage Absolutely. and they were beaten and hurt, but that doesn't mean 
I'm going to stop being married because you know what I mean? Like you could take that whole different thing. And honestly, you just said something too about like the whole smoking weed thing. Like when it comes to South Carolina, it's not legal here. So, but someone, if you were to ask me like, Oh, what are your views on that? Like, honestly, I don't know. Like I haven't looked that much into it because I haven't been around it enough, but here's one thing I do know is that there's such a thing as spiritual authority. Like it, Mm. it talks about in the Bible about, um, submitting ourselves to the church leadership so to give them double honor, which is something I think that's like something I could talk about forever. It's just how poor we, we are at honoring the, uh, our pastors and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I went to my lead pastor before I continued this TikTok. I was like, Hey, if you're, you say the word, like I've submitted myself under his authority, God, you know, I believe he, you know, Jesus is the head of the church, but he's the head of like this local church, this this local uh, shepherd, he's the under shepherd. And so like, I submit myself to that and, mm. and I, I, I let him like lead me as it's, as it says, like Paul says, like we, we should do that. Um, and so like, I, that's where I would like go to him and be like, Hey, I, I don't, I don't know. Help me here. Like pastor, help me. Yeah, no, I think that's actually really cool. Cause that was going to be something I wanted to ask you is like, well, how does your pastor feel about this? So I think that's awesome. Hey, I know we're somewhat short on time. So I want to get some of this too from you. I want to hear some of your story because you're, it's obvious that you love Jesus and you're passionate about him. <laughs> if people haven't picked up on that so far, then, yeah, <laughs> then they need to check themselves. But, uh, but tell me this. So your dad moved around, you ended up moving to South Carolina. How'd you meet Jesus, man? Yeah, I remember, I remember allowing Jesus to save me at a very young age. I was seven years old and I can remember distinctly, you know, that, you know, who wants to know God more? Who wants to know Jesus? And I raised my hand. I was taken outside and explained, you know, do you believe a sinner? Yes. And so I believe that, that in that moment, that's when justification happened. I was saved. I didn't, I didn't get baptized until I was older, which I think was, was smart on my parents' side. They wanted me to like, make sure like, you know, I knew what I was saying yes to and so I was baptized at uh, 12 and I I remember even growing up in high school like I went to a Christian middle school and so like I love Jesus but then when I went to high school I started not doing things that someone who loves Jesus should do you know what I'm saying like I had had an issue with the ladies and so I did I I was living in sin for a, a lot of high school and it wasn't until I really felt like God called me not to go into the military like when I really felt like wait a second, God, what do you want me to do with my life? I felt like he wanted me to go to ministry. I was like, all right, Lord, I'll, I'll do it. But even then I was still struggling with things. I still, um, have those thorns in my side, but I, uh, I think I really started taking my faith seriously. Um, in high school, I remember going to a camp, which I think part of the reason why I love, um, uh, student ministry so much is that uh, that's when it was like made real for me. And, um, I had a guy in, sixth and seventh grade uh his name was mr barb he was one of our teachers and he was just like this coolest dude like just the coolest guy ever that i and like loved lord of the rings was super smart super knowledgeable and like he was just that mentor to me that like he deposited um knowledge and wisdom in me without me even realizing it then and then later as i got older like i'm like oh my gosh like he mr barb did a lot for me he showed me who jesus was he showed me like how to have a relationship with Jesus without me even realizing it. And so now it's come to fruition. So I want to be that for other students. Like I want to be that and show them, even if though I might not see the fruit now, I know it's coming. So that's, that's how I, I, I allowed Jesus to save me at a young age. Um, when I started taking my faith seriously is when I got into middle school, high school, which is why I love student ministry. Dude, 
That's really cool. That's really awesome. I love it. I think it's so important the people in our lives, like, and then turning around and doing that same thing. Like, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Dude. Good job, dude. Like, I think that's, you spoke earlier about honoring people. I feel like even that is like yeah. one of the best ways for you to honor your teacher who spoke in your life as you turn around and are blessing other people too. Absolutely. Yeah. I could do like a whole hour long podcast with you about honor. <laughs> I, <laughs> dude, I absolutely love Maybe, that. We'll, maybe I'll have to it. come back. Maybe we'll have to do that again. I'll, I'll get you back and you, have you read the book, um, honors reward by John Bevere? I have not. It's a really good book. But anyways, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's important for us to, it, when I mean that's what discipleship is, right? Like oh, yeah. we are discipled, and then we disciple others. So like that's that's discipleship. I mean it's 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 what Jesus did, right? I mean, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do. I want to be like Jesus. So I'm going to do what he did. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. So here's the one question I typically end my podcast with that I really love throughout there, and I've gotten a lot of different answers. So feel free to go wherever you want with this. But if there was one thing you wish people knew about Jesus, what would it be? Oh, that is a great question. Oh, man. Oh, I've got like so many. Okay, one thing. I got to pick one. I mean, you oh, can give man. a couple. It's all good. Yeah. There's no limitations. It, it's almost like as soon as you said it, like I got this feeling, like like this visceral feeling that I just like want to get out, but I'm like trying to put words to it. But it's like, man. Ben, I just, oh man, this is hard. I'm sorry. Okay. No, you're good. It's all good. I, I was like, I'm recording. I have to like take this part out because I'm like, I literally like got this like, visceral feeling of like, man, I just wish people would know that like just how good he is. Like, mm. I don't think people realize that like Jesus is a person. Like, like he's an actual person. Like he he he's real. Like he's not this idea. He's not this just moral teacher he's not this like you know picture on stained glass windows no, mm -hmm. he is a real person that wants to have a real relationship with you like they're like jesus to to me and, and i wish people would know this is that, like he he is your everything he is your savior he is all those things but he's real like like and i think holy spirit the more i've allowed um holy spirit to come over me the more i've like i've, I've learned about the the person of holy spirit i think the same thing goes with holy spirit is that like holy spirit is real like mm. there is a spirit and his name is holy spirit like it's not the holy spirit it's he he holy spirit he he's our helper he's our advocate he's our comforter like the truck the trinity it's it's real like like Oh man, I love the verse where it says like, if we won't sing his praises, that the um, mountains and stars will will cry out, the rocks will cry out, because like I just I see that in creation, and to me, Jesus is just like, man, I'm so glad he's real. I'm so glad I have a relationship with him, and I wish people would like realize that they don't have to wait to Sundays or to Wednesday nights mm. to have a meal with Jesus or to hang out with Jesus. Like you can do it on your own. Just just talk to him. Just that's all he wants. He just wants to hang out with you and, and get to know. Yeah, yes, he wants all those things. He wants your to take your sin. He wants to grow you more like that. Yes, he wants all those things, but man, it starts with you just realizing how real he is and how much he loves you. Mm. Dude, I can hear it in your voice. 
is awesome. <laughs> it's so it. good. It's so good. It, like, like I think it's so hard. And it's like you said, it's so hard to get it out into words sometimes because it's yeah. like God does things for you. And it's an intellectual level. It's an emotional level. It's a spiritual level. And like getting that 100%. out into words, like it's like it doesn't which, do justice. Which, you, which is interesting what you just said is emotional, intellectual, and spiritual. Try Like we are triune being, being oh, yeah, just man. like God is. Let's like, go. Like it's it's all connected. <laughs> love, love the Bible. <laughs> oh, I love it, dude. I love it so much. Hey, dude. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, dude, yeah, you're man. amazing. I, absolutely, absolutely honored, honored what you're doing for the kingdom and praying for you, man. That's, that's super cool. I hope hopefully I, uh your uh viewers won't be too upset with that, that we like bourbon. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's all good at this point. So cool. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks everyone for joining us. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Hopefully it challenged you to think about Jesus or ministry in a new way. Make sure to check back with us every Friday for another episode of Ministry IRL Season 2, where we talk about ministry and Jesus in real life.